Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russell. Good morning, good morning Russell. Good morning, and we say good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Lord, we thank you for a new day. We thank you for this breath of life that we are alive to give you praise, to give you glory. We thank you that you keep us close to you, Lord. That you do not push us away. You look not on our sins, on our failures, on our pride, on our weaknesses. On all the things that we have done out of our own fleshly ways that are much lower than your ways. All things that we have done to push ourselves away from you. Yet you keep calling us by name to come closer to you. To come closer to your light. And as that light illuminates all the darkness in our lives, Lord, you bid us renounce all of that. As we come closer to you, we are filled more and more with your light, with your presence. More and more into your image and your likeness as we take on your ways. As you reveal more of your nature in the word. And as you provide your hidden mysteries by which we are meant to live. By which we are meant to walk, walk by the light. That we might not fulfill any lust of the flesh, but we might walk with you in spirit, just like you did with Adam. Father, for all our weakness, our failures, we ask forgiveness. We empty ourselves out, Lord, and we acknowledge your presence here. We ask you to fill us with your glory, with your light, with your love, with your mercy, and then with your grace. That out of your conviction, Father, we might rise above and not stay below. That we might be made the head and not the tail. When we stay connected with you in our sacred place in brokenness. That is what we reflect on this morning. As we make our prayer, Lord, we call on your name. The name of our maker, our creator. The one who is the lifter of men. The God of peace who shall bruise Satan under our feet. The ancient of days, the rabbi of all ages. The God who honors faith and is merciful. Who has loved us with an everlasting love that is unchangeable. And all that he wants is for us to be restored in our relationship with him. And we pray in the name of his son Jesus, the one who came to make it possible. Who paid the price through his blood. Atonement. Ransom for us, that we might not be cut off permanently, but be brought back into his paradise, into his kingdom. The Lion of Judah, our rock, our refuge, our cornerstone, the foundation of our Christian experience. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of the living God, the spirit of light and life and truth the breath of the Father given to us so that as he powered Jesus' ministry, as he helped shape his life in the flesh when he lived as man, he works with us in the same way that we might conform to that likeness and image of him, that we might walk in the light with him, the one who heals our backsliding made his tabernacle within our body 
So he lives not just in our spirit, but he lives in our body, in the flesh. And that is where he strengthens us, that we might submit to God, resist the devil in the flesh. And he shall flee. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with the gift of your word and your spirit. You have blessed us with the gift of prayer, where we can give you earthly permission for your heavenly intervention in all our limitations, in all our challenges, in all our failures, in all our problems. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with angels with destiny help us to fill any gaps that remain. We thank you, Lord, that you always bless men through men. We thank you, Lord, that you bid us come to you. Despite all our weaknesses, you still bid us come. Come as we are. We thank you, Lord. As we make our prayer and our reflection this morning, I cover and seal every word we speak and every prayer we make by the precious blood of Jesus. We also cover every person that is part of this prayer meeting and every member of every family that is part of this prayer group by that blood that has won all victories. And we stand in that in the covenant of that blood. And it's in the righteousness that comes from that covenant. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, Lord, for each of these lives. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us to protect and keep us safe from harm, sin, danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, any kind of natural disasters, in any kind of spiritual attacks, I command angelic protection and I declare divine exemption in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. And we also herald the power in our spoken word as we proclaim your word, Lord, from Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, that says, As the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish, so that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth this day. We declare it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. And I send it in faith in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for that power of life on our tongue. And thank you, Father, for the discernment to choose life every time we open our mouth to speak. Thank you, Father. Yesterday, we reflected on doing a heart check with God. And today, I'd like to look at the next step. When he shows you things in that heart check that you need to surrender to him. Surrender your situation, your ability and all that you've been holding on to. We reflect on Psalm 51, verse 17. We've used it as part of our reflections a lot of times. Psalm 51 verse 17 says, My sacrifice, O God, is a broken spirit. A broken and a contrite heart, you, O God, will not despise. And then what does he do? Psalm 147 verse 3 says, It has already told us he will not despise. Here it says, He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. I look at another reference in the Bible, 
it says only he can heal the broken heart no one no, one, no man can contend with that broken heart And so when you look at this statement, it tells you a broken heart. A broken hearted one is one who is not capable of helping themselves. Are we going all the way down to that level? In our surrender where we express our inability to help ourselves. That is a state of total dependence on him. That if he doesn't act on that, then we are done. It's all finished. He said, my strength is made perfect in your weakness. Have we reached to that point in our surrender? Or are we still holding on? We've seen that yesterday in our reflection as well. Most of us make our prayer, declare, limit him in what we want him to do and the way we want, to do, want him to do it as well. I want this thing done in a certain pattern. And we limit the options that are actually limitless for him. And he says, my strength is made perfect. It will only be activated and work at its best in your weakness when you surrender to that point of total dependence. When he has total freedom to move in his ways, which are high above our ways. That is what his weak, this weakness refers to. A, total, a state of total dependence. And we often surrender to God, but not completely. And so the limit to what he can do with us is limited by how much we allow him to work in us. Are we seeing why sometimes we get half answered or prayers that are with limited outcomes? That little holding back of things to ourselves is a sign of pride. It is not weakness. Whatever you hold back and don't give him is a sign of pride. This is mine. Let me be in control. Even if it's 10% of the things. And so his strength cannot be perfected. <clears throat> It is often this little bit of pride that is enough to do damage by authorizing evil to triumph over our situation. And what's worse is, it not just authorizes evil out of that pride, but it prevents God from acting on our behalf because we have not reached that stage of weakness. Are you seeing how that in-between state can be dangerous for us? His mercy goes back when it encounters even <clears throat> when it encounters even that small amount of pride. We must be very careful when we make our declarations over our life. When we declare, then we must submit. If we are not committing and surrendering those declarations to God totally in our prayer then that pride is still at work in us and it becomes a barrier. And God cannot work on those declarations. Isaiah 57 verse 15 says, 
or this is what the high and exalted one says. Now who? He who lives, it goes on to say, he who lives forever, whose name is holy. So that is God. And what is he saying? I live in a high and holy place, but also with the one who is contrite. Contrite meaning repentant. Also with the one who is contrite and lowly in spirit. To revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. You heard other parts of the Bible where it says God dwells in the praises of his people. Now here he's telling you again where he dwells. I live, he said. And he sold the purpose also. Are we restricting him by not conditioning our body and our spirit to look like that habitation of his? Where he said, I live with the one who is contrite and repentant and lowly in spirit in order to revive their spirit, in order to revive their heart. That's where our heart check becomes important from what we reflected yesterday. That's where our brokenness is important. Emptying ourselves out completely, not holding back, not hiding anything. In Isaiah 66 verse 2, God describes who he looks on with favor. Very direct. The verse reads, these are the ones I look on with favor. Those who are humble, that's the first, second one, and contrite in spirit. And the third one, who tremble at my word. That is, they are obedient to his word. These are the ones he looks on with favor. So if we are wondering why God is not looking upon us with favor, things are not changing, check these three conditions in our own heart. Those who are humble, are you humble? Are you contrite in spirit? And do you tremble? Are you obedient to his word? Isaiah 66 verse 2. So brokenness is key if we want God to intervene in our situation. Philippians 4 verse 13 says, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. So I must diminish and he must increase, just as John the Baptist said, in order for that strength to be given to me. In order that I be filled by him and not full of myself. When I'm full of myself, he can't give me strength. And I'd like to prophesy over your life and your challenges today. God said in Isaiah 41, verse 10, Fear not and do not be dismayed, for I am your God and I am with you. And then he also said in Isaiah 43, verse 19, See, I am doing a new thing. I am making a way for you in the wilderness. In the name of Jesus, let your heart be broken to the extent that you surrender, that each of us surrender all those things that we are even thanking him for. For all the things that he has given us, that we say thank you every day, the things that we have considered payment for our hard work as well. Let us start by thanking him and then surrender all that to him. All our achievements, all our crowns. And then the new thing that he is doing in your life. 
let it spring forth today in the name of Jesus. Let it reveal itself now. Let your blessing show in your destiny now. And let that destiny be connected to the throne of grace today in the name of Jesus. I ask for this edification in each of our spirits this day, Lord. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling all kinds of sickness and disease. Or families that are embattled, that are facing any kind of division and separation. We pray, Lord, as we raise up all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives and we plead your blood over them. Especially those that are stuck with busyness prayerlessness, poverty and ignorance of your ways, Lord. And this applies to all of us in some way or the other. We plead the blood of Jesus over each one, Lord, that we are lifting up in prayer this day, every member of this praying family, that even wherever men say there is a casting down in the name of Jesus, we declare there is a lifting up and that lifting has started today. Lord, we pray for our own personal needs, those of our families and our friends as well, Lord. Father, we thank you that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And as we release our faith and our prayer, making this our prayer of agreement in the Spirit, we believe we have received and we believe, Lord, that this prayer is an answered prayer in the name of Jesus. I encourage all those that can pray in the spirit using the gift of tongues to unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift to release your tongue and your faith, ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now make our prayer in the spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Ada <laughs> 
Sotapros <laughs> <laughs> 
in the mighty and all-powerful name of Jesus. Amen, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat. This is from Philippians 4 verses 7 and 8, quoted from the Amplified Bible where it is written. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. Finally, believers, Whatever is true, whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good repute, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. If you are being blessed by these morning encounters, Brother Savior's powerful reflections, the daily divine mercy and rosary sessions and Friday Bible study sessions, please share links for family and friends to join these sessions. If they can't attend the live sessions, you can also point them to the recordings that are available on YouTube, on our Facebook page, as well as on our Spotify podcast channel. Also, a reminder about our topic for Bible study for this Friday. It's a new series on emotions where we will learn how to deal with emotions, how to take authority over our emotions, living by faith and not by emotions. And finally, how to master emotions with joy and peace. This series will help us to learn how to master our emotions instead of having emotions govern our lives. We shall post these details as well as links for people to join on our Telegram group, on our YouTube and Facebook page as well today. Please share those with your connections, your contacts, your friends, family. Invite them to come.
and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us chases and overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn go out and be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. God bless everyone.